Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. I think our next our guest is somebody uh, you know really happy to introduce. Um, probably feels the same way, and if she doesn't, she could smack me because she is here in the studio with us. The one, the only Jenny D from <laughs> Spill with me podcast. Talk with me, Jenny. <laughs> Hi guys, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be on your show. Us Italians, we like to stick together. That's for sure. <laughs> and it turns out Jenny is an official hugger. Yes. So when we met, I, I was like, oh, all right, sure. Pretty lady wants to hug me. Heck yeah. Like like Joe. Again, always got to thank our engineer, Joe Hale. Once again, Joe, thank you very much for being here and supporting us. But like Joe said before the show, you know, he kind of said, if I go up to a pretty woman and I hug them, it's kind of like I'm going to get the cuffs thrown on me. But if they come up to you, so we need a shirt that says, you're allowed to hug me. Right. And I, I did ask permission, too. Because you do have to ask people, like, do you, are, do you mind if I hug you? Right. Because some people might be like, you know what? I really don't want you to hug me. You look sickly. Now, why don't you stay away? <laughs> yeah, I heard you coughing over there and sneezing. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Don't bring back the mask. <laughs> oh, no. I told you. I saw three people today. I mean, it's up to them. Whatever they right. want to do. Prerogative. Well, yeah, but... Um, I didn't, you know, why cover beauty? You know what I mean? You wouldn't cover the Mona Lisa, right? That's right. So. <laughs> the question was, were they in their car by themselves oh, wearing masks? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because don't, I've seen that. Don't go too. there, Steve. Don't go there. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, Jenny, again, thank you again for being with us on the show. We appreciate it. And we know you're actually busy. So what we want to do is we're going to want to just jump right in. Most people might know who you are, but there might be somebody out there, like Joe here, yeah. who doesn't know who you are. Joe, so come on. <laughs> He will now. Jeez. He will forever because uh, you gave him a car and it's got a fantastic logo. <laughs> He's got it. He's out there researching already. Joe just knows <laughs> Stefano Mancini, right, Joe? <laughs> Oh, geez. No, but Jenny, tell us a little about yourself. You're obviously Pittsburgher. Tell us where I'm you- a Pittsburghese girl. I'm an Italian heritage. You know, I've got, and actually, when you're talking about Calabria. That's where we're from. My fam- that's where my family's from. What part? They're they're from Jitsaria. Oh, are you kidding me? Are we related? Okay. <laughs> we are we're from Falerno. Ooh, they hugged. My dad was from Falerno. My mom yes. was from Nucero, Jitsaria. I just talked to a talked to a guy who's ninety one years old before I got here. He's right lives across the street from me. And um, we are Mile, a few miles from each other. You're kidding no, me. No. I'm, I'm telling you, every time I run into somebody and they say they're Italian, I go, "Where are you from?" When they, you know, I, not that the other areas, but when they say Calabria, other Calabrese, I'm like, "We're related." Yeah, I don't yeah. care where we, <laughs> but we're all related in some way. Yes, for sure. Jenny, <laughs> I would be close neighbors. Yes. I would be remiss to say 
I'm thinking that now that we know that you're Calabrian, yes. that you'll be joining the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh, a proud sponsor of Italian Impact Weekly. I would we just love had our fantastic to. bocce tournament this past weekend. I would love to. I'll have to get more information. You hear that, Domenica? They'll be listening. Believe me. They'll be listening. <laughs> I still have to send her a check. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Tell In us other news. Yeah, right. The check's in the mail, the okay? In the mail. <laughs> well, um, so I, you know, I went to Westminster College. You want to go way back? Do you want to hear about We it? want to hear who you are. <laughs> Sure. So, it was a um, log cabin on a lake. Just, <laughs> I could go. You know me. I'm my great-grandfather, he said to my grandma. <laughs> my, my papa, my gadano, that was his name. But um, back in, let's see, we're not going to say, all right, 1995, I was at Westminster College, and I knew I wanted to be in the broadcast industry. I knew I wanted to be on radio or TV or wherever that would land me. Um, sure enough, when I graduated from college, I dove right into getting you know some local stations around here and I was telling Steve off the air that I worked at 96.1 um, WTAE Channel 4 had a radio station this is way back when I know some of the listeners are like Variety 96 I, you know I never heard of it actually the people listening to radio probably know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> well I was you know I was so excited I was a producer so I did that and I actually had on they were in, on site and it was Merle I'm not Merle Hodge it was um, Myron Cope it was Bill Hillgrove. It was um, oh, I always I always forget his name. He just retired. Oh, I can't think of it. Guy Junker. Guy Junker. Yes, thank yeah. you. And I can't remember. I think the other guy. But here I'm at the station. I'm kind of doing what Joe's doing. You know, I'm I'm getting ready for all the commercials I got to put in, and people are you know calling in and asking questions. So I go in the back to get something, and I let a caller go through. I thought, oh, you know, because really when you screen a caller, I know you guys were with radio, you really don't know. They're going to tell you what they're going to say. Oh, what do you want to ask? And then they're, they're not going to say they're going to swear or, you know, say something really bad. So I go back there. All of a sudden, I hear him swearing, swearing the list, the um, caller. And I'm like, I come running in. I hit the delay button, the seven-second delay button. <clears throat> too late. It was too late. <laughs> And the guys, and you know, the guys were like, "Who's back at the station?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "Myron Cope." I'm like, "Myron." Double he, he is so nice. He, you know, when he didn't even say anything, he didn't even ask. A couple of the guys were just like, "Come on!" Like, "What are you doing back there?" And I apologized left and right. I thought I'm going to be fired from this job. <laughs> but yeah, I did some producing. I did some. I was a marketing director at some television stations here in Pittsburgh. I actually was a QED host at one point. You know, please, you know, donate. You know. Oh, you know what? I remember that now. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. I do remember that. Oh, right. I'm Go not on. kidding you. I, I, when you Bloody said that, no. I'm being serious, as soon as you said Bloody that. Bloody is old enough. I believe that. <laughs> as soon as you said that, it rang a bell. Well, I'm not kidding I, I, I didn't donate, but, but I, 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 I saw you. <laughs> Like a good QED listener. Right, I know, right. It, it was. Like, By the way, on a fun story, um, yeah. I may have been, this is, we're talking early 90s, I may have been one of those guys, not in this, when I was actually in a military station in San Diego, yeah. I may have been one of those people that would call the station and say, oh, I want to talk about this and get on there just Lord say, Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I, I mean, no, I'm allegedly. I'm you were on TV asking for the donations, correct? Right. Okay, yeah, I'm serious. I, right. For some reason, when you said that, I kind of Yeah, thought. I mean, it was. I was too young at the point, they're like, you're not going to get the job, you're not because they were looking for a woman, and I was already working there. So I was doing like, I think I was working for Quaylin Nassar, which she was, I think she's still there. 
And I went into the audition. I straightened my hair because, you know, back then I had the big yes. 80s hair. Come awesome. on. Don't knock it. I love it. Break out the license. <laughs> I literally probably couldn't be on TV because my hair couldn't fit in the screen. <laughs> it was that big. <laughs> so I went in. I went for the audition, straightened my hair, put my glasses on, put like a suit on, and I got the job. So that was exciting. Did you do any um, in-between work like for a concert? Because for some reason that's what I'm thinking. You know how they have the concert and then you guys come on and say... Probably, geez, I can't go back that far. See, I remember things. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what happened to me, but my my memory is kind of like going. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it gets it gets better when you get older. Uh, right. Oh, right. You you guys are not even much older at all. <laughs> you don't look it. It's good Italian genes. That's it. <laughs> you might you might be able to you know scratch your butt when you're ninety, but at least you'll be alive and know what's going on when you're ninety. That's, That's right. more important. That is true. Have you ever ever been over to Italy and Jetsudia? I have. Yes, my brother was in the Navy. Okay. And I was twenty years old. It was the first time on an airplane. Mm. So we took I Italia, my dad. Yeah, and I. My right. dad. So my dad is full blood Calabrese. He's from. He came over when he was eight years old on the boat, and so I always tell everybody I'm second generation, you know, because he was first generation. And when we went to go visit my brother in the Navy, we were in Naples. So I, I thought, you know, and my dad, he wasn't exactly the greatest tour guide because he wasn't sure, you know, where should we go? Because but he wanted us to meet our family. So we ended up going to um, Capri. We stopped there. I was like, it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And then we ended up at Calabria. Sure. And when we're, and I have to tell you, I was like an Amazon woman there. <laughs> I mean, I literally was, and my brother with his white tennis shoes, they all knew we were Americans. You know, right? I hate to, when I was there in 80, <laughs> yes. I, had, I had my Dr. J white Converse, mm-hmm. okay, and I had corduroy pants, and I said that on this show before. They looked at me like <laughs> was I was, yeah, I was like, who is that guy? They knew I wasn't from there. Uh-huh. It's a Dr. J. <laughs> well, I asked my grandfather, I said, why are they looking at me like uh-huh. that, you know? He said, because they, they think you're a big dog, you know? I said, that's well, right. Okay. That's right. Because you're not wearing black in mourning, that's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No offense, you got me with this corduroy pants. <laughs> Corduroy pants and Dr. J it's shoes. It's so hot there. I could you wear those? Well, it was, it was May and uh, May of eighty, so it wasn't too bad. Oh, okay, yes. yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yet. It was beautiful, and the streets were really narrow. Yeah. The driving kind of scared the crap out of me because we rented a car, you know. And when we got there, it was just beautiful. And our family, my actually my grandmother's brothers, lived on a farm. And they were making, like, literally making our food for us. And this is what I've learned. I don't know if you guys learned this. So when you're eating Italian food in the States, they always start with your salad. I don't know if you guys know. You probably already know. So when you go to Italy and you're eating, you're eating all the big courses, you know, the meat and stuff, which there were chickens running around. I thought, oh, my gosh, are we eating that chicken that just ran around? (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) know. So we ended up. Let's just say your steak didn't fall (laughs) off a tree. (laughs) I know. And, you know, they had fig trees and they were making their own wine. It was just, I felt like I was in a, just like in a time zone where I thought I could live here. If I only spoke the language, now my my dad lost his dialect after so many years, so they were it was hard to understand him as well. And our family never taught us how to speak Italian, which I think it's because they became Americanized when they got here too. We've talked about this yeah. on the show. Why there's right. so many people? It's not even Italian, just immigrants in general. But I, but I'll tell you what's interesting because. I see a lot of Spanish-speaking, you know, they were born here in the States, but you know, their families come from overseas or, you know, right. wherever. And they're like, they bounce between English and Spanish like it's nothing. Yes. And it's like, why, why Italians, like, 
why don't we teach our damn kids a language? Right. I don't understand. It's not like you can get it in school, right? Well, right. For, for me, my mom, as I said it on the show numerous times, my mom used to speak to me in Italian. I spoke to her in English. I talked her, taught her English. She taught me Italian. Right. And now you mentioned the chickens. We we went to go see my uncle Tusidoro. His name was he, and I'm wait. We're waiting for him. Waiting for him. So I started playing with a couple of the chickens. So here he comes, about a six foot one thin guy with a three piece suit, the the watch chain, right, the derby, <laughs> and great guy. And we're talking. He's like, "How you like chicken?" I said, "I love chicken." All of a sudden, he grabs this axe hatchet from the wall. Oh my god! I said, "Where are you going?" I'll go get that chicken you were playing. Oh, I said, no, 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 hell with that. I don't. I, I named them, you know, whatever I named them. I was friends with no, them. No, that's okay. I'm not going to do that. No. It's like, oh, Peppy. Oh, oh yeah. no, I love you so Can't much. Do it. <laughs> Can't do it. I don't want to know. Can't Those are it. just things you don't want to know. But, no. you know, everything's so fresh there because they all yeah. have gardens. Yeah. And you're getting your lettuce, you know. So, you know, I think about sometimes now that I'm older, you know, when you're eating food and some of the chemicals and the hormones yeah. that are in it. It was, and my grandfather was 97 when he passed away. Gadano Sorrow was his name. I know a lot of the Sorrows in Swickley. Yes. Those are all my cousins. Connie? Yes. Oh, really? She oh, is my, my cousin. God. We just had wow. a major breakthrough. See, this is what you spill with me. This is what spilled me, Jenny, is all you about, Joe. <laughs> oh, yes. All, well, we talked Carmen about, and Carmen, Carmen brother. They my, used to live down the road from Yes. My dad's name is Carmen. There's about wow. four Carmens in the family, but my dad's oh, Carmen. Lisa, I don't know if you know Lisio. Yes. Lisey. I always say Lisey. I call him Mr. Daniela. Daniela's. I just saw Daniela Friday. You're kidding no, me. I just no, was no, at a no. shower with them. I love them. Danielle and I grew up together. We She's actually, a great girl. She went to Pitt, and I used to yeah. go down and party in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. my parents don't hear this. That's <laughs> where <laughs> so my daughter went, but she stayed at home, so I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Daniela, Carmen. Yes. Now, you, did you know a girl named Francesca Maruca? Yes, I did. She came in for the reunion. She lives in Canada. Yes. And we, Her husband was my... He's from uh, from uh, Falerna. Well, he has family in Nucheta and right. Falerna. He was yeah. like my dad's best friend. And for some reason, I can't think of his first name. I just met you. To my Francesca's husband, yes. I just met him. So I don't know. Oh darn it! But um, yeah, it's crazy that yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So my grandfather guy Don Alsaro, and then my grandmother was Teresa. Teresa Mia. I used to say Teresa Mia, yeah. and she was a saucy. So we have a family in Canada. There's a yeah. bunch of saucies and sorrows in Canada, and then we have a bunch in Italy. So, you know, just knowing that you have in Australia, which I message, I actually had a guest contact me from Australia to do a podcast. So wow. that'll be interesting. I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. I guess I have to Zoom because how do you? Because right. sometimes I FaceTime with my guests. Sure. You know, if they're not from Pittsburgh because I'm nationwide. Okay, you're big time. I'm big time, baby. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, wait, that was, that was not Joey. Yeah. I, I hate that show, but yeah, my <laughs> wife and daughter watch it constantly. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a fan. Are you saying you don't like Friends? They watch it constantly. Oh. I have not. The only time I laugh is when it's over. <laughs> I'm just not a fan. No. I'm not a fan. No. Uh, we interrupt this program to yes. inform you that Claudio has just disappeared. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do You it. were on my good list. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so that's a small world that we yeah. know the same yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, they're all my cousins. Yeah, no, yeah Connie and Carmen live right across the boulevard from me. Yes. Yeah, under the, yep, great people. Great, great people. people. Danielle, like I said, I've known them oh, for yes. years. Yeah. They're all one. Swickley has a lot of Italians. Well, years ago in, in Swickley, it was, you know how they, somebody would come over, hey, it's great here, there's work, you come over. Yes. So it was mostly people from Jetsidia, Falerna, a couple from Nucera, uh, right. which is where my mom is from, but mostly Jetsidia and Falerna. And, um, yeah. and I knew all of them. Uh, 
every single one, like I said, before I came here today, yeah. Patsy Mastriani, um, he's about 91 years old, uh, spoke with him a little bit, in, in Italian, of course. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Well, you know, and, and not to interrupt you, Steve, because you look oh. like Steve looked like he was going to say something. Okay. Steve is just, this is my show Steve is just, this, okay. he's I'm just say flabbergasted. Yeah. I didn't know I was, hey, Joe, so what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no Steve here. There's, it's just me, Jenny Dutton. No, I wanted to tell you guys this, because I do have this on my intro when I did my intro, and I have a podcast called the My Italian uh, Loud fam- Familia that me and my cousins all talk over each other, but it's great. But what I wanted to tell you was my grandmother was 16 years old, and my grandfather wanted to marry her. You know, you know, this is the traditions back then. I can imagine. Could we have this today where there's arranged marriages? I don't know about that. But it's interesting because he was 31. Ooh. Right. No, no, maybe 30. But anyway, he, he met her. They fell in love. They had five kids. Yeah, they had five kids in Italy. Then he left to come over to Pittsburgh to get work, and he worked for the water company or digging uh, ditches or something like that. And he was here for four years with his oldest son. Didn't see her for four years. Can you imagine how? So there were seven of them. They had two more in the States. So they could have had like 13, 14 kids. (laughs) Because they never figure out what was causing it. (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad. I don't know, but I was thinking of a Billy Idol song when you said he was 30 and she was 16. I don't know if you remember that song from the 80s, Rock the Cradle of Love. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, and I said to her, Grandma, or, you know, Nani Therese, I say, what if you didn't like him? What if you looked at him at the end of the aisle and thought, I don't want to marry this guy? Doesn't matter. She said, no. <laughs> you, you know, no, you marry him. Your parents say you marry him, you, know, you marry him. Well, this will be another conversation another time, but I'll throw <laughs> something at you. Yes. The irony is is that those marriages, oh, they, they made it. it. Yeah, they yes. made it. Maybe the parents actually knew something like, ah, don't worry, my son's kind of an idiot. Do you have a dumb girl? <laughs> yeah, I got a dumb girl. Here, let's put these two together. I'll, He's pretty I'll smart. You, I'll tell one. you a story after the show. Cannot do it on the air <laughs> yes. about that subject. You'll, you'll right. laugh. Yeah, yeah. Arranged marriages or having yeah. an idiot no, son? No, about oh, okay, arranged marriages. Yeah. 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 Sure it's a right different time. time. Different time. Different time. Well, like I said, they made it. I they mean, so there's, some, there's something uh, to be said about that. 60s. 66 years of marriage. Again, when we have our own choices, I, I, you know, sometimes it's not good for you to have right. a choice. You know, right. just, just now on to question number two. So yes, now we know I'm that sorry. Jenny, no, 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 I'm kidding. It's actually been funny. It's been great. <laughs> and again, what a small world. And this is why I say don't piss people off. You don't know when it's going to come you back and know. get you. I try. You I just, I'm not saying Joe I'm, might be related to us. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Hallie. <laughs> He's got an vowel at the end of his name. He does. That's you got It's actually not hell. It turns out it's Hallie, and he's from the other town in Calabria next to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're all family. But, um, no, but, I mean, I can't say I've never burned a bridge in life, but I try not to for this crazy reason because you're like, you know, it, it's the funniest thing. Like, you, you know, for example, I was in the military, and they'll say, oh, do you know so-and-so? Now, you know, how many people in the military, you don't know them, but there's always that odd chance. You're like, yeah, oh, wait a minute. What did Andretti say? Don't burn bridges. Yeah, don't burn bridges. Yeah. And if they do say... Do you know so and so? And you don't. Say, yeah, I know. Me owes me forty dollars. Are you? Are you? I'm collect- matter of fact, are you, why don't you give me the forty? I'm pay you then. Yeah, the Italians are great at this. You say Do you borrow know? money. No, no, they usually don't. Usually collect. They, they always they, have cash. That's right. They say, "What about the, this guy, John? 
that rotten, duh, duh, duh. God rest his soul. <laughs> they always end up with God rest his soul. I couldn't stand that. There's a certain amount of respect. It's yeah, like, I'll, yeah. I'll take you to close to the bottom, but I won't go there yeah. with the God. But no, they always finish, thing. God rest his soul. Right. Couldn't stand it. Oh, yeah. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk all about Jenny's show. And I'm actually looking forward to this. Claudio, take us into the enjoyable break time. All right. August 2nd, uh, Italian Sports Hall of Fame will have our annual banquet at the Lamont Restaurant in Mount Washington. So if you have any questions or uh, would you like, to, if you would like to get tickets, please go to questions at italianimpactweekly.com. I got that right. Uh, my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field in the Office. You can get that on my website, claudiorelson.com, Amazon, Barnes Noble, and Robinson, uh, barnesnoble.com. The podcast I do, the Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Podcast, pa-bca.org. And, of course, uh, the Boxing Authorities with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smoke and Jim Frazier. Check us out on Channel Box. Click on the WBC live link. What else? What else are we uh, pushing? Uh, Oh, ItalianImpactWeekly.com. If you missed our great interviews, especially with Vince Ferragamo and Mario Andretti and the rest of our great guests, please go to ItalianImpactWeekly.com. And uh, don't forget to send us some comments and questions about them. Awesome. And then again, I want to thank our sponsors, Pellucci Plumbing. Thank you again, Nick and Amy. Tom Deeks at Greater Pittsburgh Travel. I want to thank the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh. You might have a new member sitting next to me. And again, thank you also for your support. And it was a wonderful time last weekend. And uh, folks have missed it. They're going to be doing something, I think, in June. So, you know, keep your ears open. We'll have some uh, more information about that. And then finally, again, La Scuola d'Italia, Galileo, Galilei, Angela and the folks at the school, the only nonprofit school. Thank you very much, Juan, for your support. And as always, for teaching me Italian. <laughs> All right, we're back. And that was a quick break. Jenny, the whole reason we're here is to talk about your show and allow you 20-something minutes of our time. To <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I did go back and listen to some of your, your I actually listened to a lot of your shows, um, which Thank is kind of how I found, well, I found you on, on, on Facebook. And then I started, oh, who's this? And I started, oh, this is pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. And I was like, you know, and it's actually a good show. And um, one of the things that I liked about your show, and again, the whole premise spilled with me, you know, open up conversations. Mm-hmm. What I like about it is, and Claudia and I have talked about this, you know, we talk about our show is about informing and entertaining. And we don't want drama. We don't want negativity. Right. We don't want you to leave the show and be like, ah, oh, I hate the world again. You know, like you can listen to the news for that. You can mm-hmm. go talk to your crazy aunt or uncle to get the negative, whatever. You know what I mean? But there's got to be an escape place where you can go, and you know what? You leave it and you feel good. I listen to your shows, and I actually enjoyed them. Um, Thank you. I kind of want to start with that, though. You know, the, the culture that you're you know, that you've kind of introduced into your shows. Let's start there. What was your intent when you when you started this? Was this was this kind of positive culture the intent of the show? Or was it like, you know what, I just want to do a show. I've got this experience, and I know how to talk to people and bring it out. Tell me about what inspired you and got you started. Sure. So the whole reason why I started the podcast was during the pandemic and you know, with COVID. I thought, you know, people in hiding with the mask and you know, I just felt so disconnected to myself and to humanity. And I thought, and there's so many people out there that are living alone that want to talk. And I had a lot of people coming up to me and just spilling their conversation. And I'm crying with them. It's like, I I felt like I got to know them. You know, I'm not a, it says I'm a counselor on, uh, if you Google me, but you know, really you don't have to have a degree to be a counselor or a good listener. Basically I became a really great listener through this, doing this podcast. So I was kind of like him and Han and thinking, you know, I need to find myself. I got two in college, one still in high school. And I was kind of like depressed, to be honest, you know, because it was the unknown. We didn't know what was going to happen. I thought, wait a minute, if my 
so you know, a couple of years, I'm gone. I can't go back and say, you know what? I pursued my dreams. So that's when I was like, you know what? I turned 50 years old. I'm going to do it. I learned on my own. I went on the computer, YouTube, got a computer, got a MacBook Air, got into GarageBand, learned how to do a podcast, learned how to edit, learned how to put some music to it. And I thought, nobody's going to listen to this. But my whole concept of Spill With Me, Jenny D, I wanted to do... Jenny from the block wants to talk, okay? <laughs> but, you know, I thought J-Lo will come right. after me, okay? Although that's good publicity. <laughs> she sues the local. Right. So I really wanted, but I knew people needed to talk. I knew people needed to share their stories. No matter, you know, and I kind of, everybody's like, well, what exactly is your podcast about? And I said, you know what? It's a podcast for everyone about everything. Because I'm not going to narrow it down right now. It's only been a year and a half, almost a year and a half that I started this. And what I really wanted to focus on, talking about things you don't see on Facebook or you don't see that people are wanting to talk about it, you know, mental health, you know, addiction, you know, but I'm all over the board. I talk about, you know, I had Merle Hodge on talking about his book Brainwashed and about concussions and things with youth sports and it's very educational. So what you were saying about your show, I definitely want to inform, educate, and entertain with my podcast. And I feel like... So far, it's been so rewarding, and I wasn't sure where it was going to go, Steve. I know you were asking me. I wasn't sure like how I was going to do this with all these stories because there's so many different ones, and I just didn't want to... Somebody's like, you need to do one month of mental health and just talk about mental health. And I thought, maybe down the road, but right now I know that I'm hearing, you know, people are telling me, oh, I love that one podcast. And you know what the most podcast views get? Are the real people with the real stories? Sure, right. You know, you know, a woman lost a baby, and you know, I had so many views on that because people wanted to know. Because there's, and then I, people reached out to me and said, "You know what? I lost a baby. I know how she feels." So th- these podcasts, most of the episodes, when you come to the end, we're just getting out there. That this is what we talked about. This is to inform you and let you know you're not the only one out there going through something. That's, I think that was the hardest thing you know, for Americans and for us, that during COVID we thought, I'm so depressed, or you know, I feel like things are just terrible, or I'm going through a divorce, or you, know, you don't know what somebody's going through. And that's the other thing I've learned doing this podcast. Don't, you, know, you get real angry when you're driving, or you're honking the horn, or someone's rude to you at a store. You don't know what they're going through. That's right. That's right. Don't you agree? Right. No, I agree. I agree. So you kind of have to, you know... Because I've been the honker. Right. You know, you're, <laughs> right. you're absolutely right. And I'm not right. like an angry person, but I mean, sometimes you're just having that day and you're just like, right. there's, everything's piling up on right. you and you're getting hit by 27 angles and you know, everybody's bugging you for this and they're calling you for that and you're just like, ah, and somebody's like, beep, you know, it's, yes. like, it's like, that's not who that, you can't, it's, it's so hard that we want to define people by one moment. Right. And we don't want to look at the totality of a person. We want to say, you did that. That right. makes you that. And then we just want to be content to point the finger at the same. And now you're, now you're forever damned for doing that. Instead right. of saying, okay, look, they had a, you know, a moment where they lost their brain. And okay, but who hasn't been there? Right. And I do. I believe that. You, you, know, you meet somebody for the first time or you meet somebody somewhere and, and some women are, oh, she's so rude. She doesn't talk to anybody. She's not. And I thought, you know, you know what? You don't know what she's going through. Don't judge just because of that one moment or that one time you're meeting someone. You just don't know. So I think that, and a lot of my guests, you know, are coming to me now. 
Because before I was kind of reaching out like, hey, does anybody want to talk about this? Or I was finding people in on social media, LinkedIn, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go nationwide. So I put myself as public on a lot of my, my things and I'm getting views from, you know, Canada, Australia, Argentina. I mean, they're, it's coming from everywhere now. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Because I had a guy from Arkansas call me on my, because of my cell phone. Shh, don't tell anybody. Is, uh, is out there. And he calls me. I'm like, hello. And he's like, hi, this is so-and-so. I live in Arkansas and I saw your podcast. I go, where? <laughs> I'm like, where are you seeing my podcast? I'm thinking. It's, <laughs> and he said, I went on to listen notes. Which, that's another whole thing. With podcasting, you put yourself out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google. I'm on all those. I put myself on everything. Sure. (laughs) Audible, and you you can listen to it on Alexa. But um, he said, I listened to Listen Notes. And I'm like, okay. So I had already Googled that. And what he goes, I saw you're the top 10% podcast to listen to. And I'm like, what? Jenny D? Where's the advertising revenue? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, people. (laughs) That's great. So it was so rewarding because, you know, you really feel like, and if it's touching someone, if someone reaches out to me, like, thank you so much for having that podcast episode, it's really helped me. And, you know, I have, my daughter is a musical theater major. She just graduated from Kent State. Congratulations. Thank you. And, you know, you, my husband's half Italian, too. And, you know, and he, my kids, I have two of them that are blonde with blue eyes. <laughs> I have one middle, my middle child is my only Italian, dark skin, you know, dark hair. <laughs> but her and I did a couple episodes together. And I'll tell you what, those were really, we talked about, because, you know, with going through school, and you don't know what your kids are really going through. Sometimes they don't tell you because they don't want you to know. But she, eating disorder. Mm. I didn't even know. I was packing our lunch in middle school and, you know, didn't know that. And she was, you know, she struggled with mental health in high school because she was that person who wanted to get 4.5. You know, when she got a B, it was like, oh, my gosh. You know, so she just was struggling with herself. She was battling herself to be the best. I didn't know all this, you know. So we did a podcast. We just kind of we went in my closet, <laughs> you know, because the clothes around there, you know, I'm not big time like you guys. Okay, I'm in my you closet. You don't have Joe. Joe like we do. <laughs> I need a Joe in my. Why closet. do I feel like Joe's going to be knocking on your door at two p.m.? <laughs> Joe. Hello, Jenny. I'm here. <laughs> my door's open. My door's open. So I was. We were doing it in the closet, and we, you know. And all the clothes and everything, and the we had blankets up to you know drown Acoustics the sound. Not. Yeah, right. Because literally, I just have like a microphone in my computer, and we started talking, which she talks so much better than I do because I've got that Pittsburghese. I'm not, I didn't say anything yet, Steve. I didn't nah. say Yin's guys. Yin's guys. <laughs> guys got a podcast now. <laughs> and so we just started talking, and I was asking her questions because I try to be like how you guys authentic to talking about not having a script. Like, let's just go with exactly. it. With yeah. all my guests are always like, what are you going to ask me? I'm like, you know what? Or just tell me what you don't want me to ask you. And let's just go with it. So I'm going to ask you where you were on Thursday, you know, June 24th at 4 p.m. And it comes off. Like, again, my mom used to say, never speak from the neck up, speak from the heart up, which is I kind of twisted around and named my book 
something similar to that. But like with our TV boxing show, Luther Dupree Jr. smoking Jim Frazier, yeah, we'll have bullet points. Obviously, we have topics we're going to cover. Right. And I just throw it out there, and we bang it away. And you, you were at the uh, in the studio, and it's, yeah. it's in my opinion, it's boxing's yeah. best show. It's right. a lot of fun. I always lead off. We're informative and entertaining, but we we're not scripted. We're not stiff. And uh, we have a lot of fun with yeah. it, as this show. We're, we're, it's so it's funny. Nice. Was um, about two weeks ago, I was speaking at a conference, and uh, and, and, and Megan, you're probably listening to this. And uh, that morning, I'm like, "Hey, what's on the slides again?" And I like looked at them real quick, and I just went out there and just shot from the hip, man. Yes, like a five out of five reviews, and all these people. I'm like, it was the greatest ever because I was swearing and cursing and literally right. giving them the Italian thing, and they were just like, "We've never had anybody like but this." People like, appreciate eh. that. Yeah, they, they do. They, they know it's not scripted. It's sincere. Right. That's what my mom meant. You know, be passionate. They used to say Roberto Clemente couldn't order a cup of coffee without being passionate. Right. Or again, like with this show or with the boxing show, we just. You know, I, we get asked all the time, do you guys have pre-production? No, we don't have pre-production. Nothing. We just run with it and go. Right. In our show, we got Joe. We got Joe. That's our pre-production. He's going to want a, a money every time we mention his I name. I know. I think, I think he needs a raise <laughs> over here. Who was your favorite guest ever, and who is your dream guest? Oh, my gosh. Why didn't you tell me? Besides me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, my, fa- my favorite guest has to be my daughter. Yes. Because we talked, you know, we, we did a couple podcasts together, and it's just real, you know, mother daughter, and people want to hear that because we're not going to be fake. We're going to tell you exactly what's going on. And I would say my favorite episode. You mean, Claudia? Favorite episode or and or favorite guest? I, my favorite episode. I'm trying to think. There were so many. I can't even like. Was there one that you were most nervous to interview? Because there was a few for me. Yeah, I was nervous about Real Hodge. Okay. Yeah, when I had him, because we FaceTime, because I told all, I tell all my guests, because I had a guy from Colorado, he was like a a motivational speaker. I said, listen, I don't do my podcast unless I can see your face. Because, you know, we're Italian. I like to see the hands. You know, I like to see the face. And you can read the gestures, too, how things are going. Yes. That's, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. I hate doing dialing. But, you know, the, right. we're stuck with that sometimes. Right. But, but I'm with you. I'd oh, rather no. see the emotion. I to- Yeah, I totally get it. With with podcasting, you can do anything you want. But a lot of, like, I had, I was on a couple different podcasts. And I'm not knocking what they do with their format. But it was scripted. Like, you don't talk when I talk. Here's your questions. You know, I was like, oh, that's not my format right. at all. But each their own. But I feel like the episodes, you know, Merle Hodge, I had Andrew Stocky on. You come on local anchors here, you know. And I was intimidated by the anchors because mm-hmm. I had Kim Gable on as well from uh, KDKA. And because they speak so well. And they're this like... This is what they do for a living. Right. And they're like, Jen, we're trained. It's not like, you know... We, and I said, I know, but I feel like when you listen to me talk and you listen to them well, talk, you're not... No, you kind of got that. I can... You got that well-trained voice. I've got I am totally just almost like a Mark Matt. I just, bah, you know, and it just comes oh, yeah, out. But that's him. That's right. good, though. That, no. that's your, I, don't, I don't want to use the word shtick, but that's no, you. Yes. True, but, but you know what? It's funny you say that, though, because I mean, I'll share. For whatever it is, Jenny just makes us want to open up. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll share something. No, tell but I'll tell you story. what's funny because, well, it's the first time I heard myself on the radio. Right. I was like, man, I sound terrible. And even to this day. I have a hard time listening to myself on the radio because I, it's like what we think we sound like. Right. I think I sound terrible. But when I hear something like you or some of these other folks, I go, man, how how do they do it? Now, there's well, there's certain genetics to it, obviously, but there's also some kind of training, you know, like the like the, the phrases or something or whatever it is. There's just something. 
I don't know what it is, to your yeah. point, though. When we talk to somebody or if I'm talking to somebody and they're really polished, I'm like, uh, uh, hello. Uh, you, know? you sound great, though. You really do. You have well, a great you, radio Jamie. voice. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, Claudia. I'm more, you know, I always, everybody always says my voice is like sultry. It's like, hello, call me. <laughs> I'll call be right me. back, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe pulled out a 20. I don't know why. Man. That's definitely not. Um, He's handing it to me. <laughs> no, no. I, I, mentioned, I mentioned Smoking Jim Frazier. I love Smoking Jim. Jim one time said when he was doing this one show, he was Jim Frazier. But when he does the boxing show, he's smoking Jim. It's like a different yeah. yes. uh, character. Yeah, and, and I know I know exactly what he means uh, right. when he says that. And, and but that's up to the host or the co-host to bring that out right. of of him. Um, but uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. But I, like for me, the Jerry Cooney was a little bit, but Mario Andretti for me because I remember it wasn't so much. I just remember in 69 when he won the uh, Indy 500, right. I remember where I was, I remember where my mom was, and she said, Andretti Aventura, Andretti Aventura, Andretti won, Andretti won. And I remember, I live in the same house, I've said this a thousand times, and I remember where I was and where she was, and here I am talking to him, what the hell am I doing talking right. to him? You know, or even some of the guys that I've known all these years, I'll be in a golf tournament with them. I said, what am I doing here with Rocky Blyer? Or with Jerry Cooney or whatever. Right. So uh, you kind of stand back or, or whatever. But you know what? I, I try and tell myself, you know, I remember when I was in the military and I, you know, you know, the general or somebody walks in the room, you know, as an officer. And it's like, at some point you're like, you know what? Wait a minute. These people put their pants on one leg at yeah. a time. Exactly. Every day. Yeah. Exactly. So, I believe that. They might be more expensive pants. That's right. <laughs> From Italy. <laughs> there you go. Corduroys. <laughs> Corduroys. And they're not oh, what I'm wearing. I'm right. still laughing Ow. about that. <laughs> they were in. They were in then. Oh, that's true. They Are they ever in. out, Claudia? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worn corduroys, to be honest with you, since I graduated high school in 82. Are they still in your closet? No. Uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Because I don't throw anything away. Neither do I. You know why? I kept And I can still wear many of my clothes uh, from high school. Oh, I, not that I wear gosh. them. I'm only six pounds heavier than I was in high school. I don't want to talk about but that. But my mom was a seamstress in Italy. And I'm, I adored my mother, as I did my dad. But if my mom hemmed something for me, maybe something, I still have it because Aww. that's what I have of her. Well, that's I love that. no, that's You're nice. going to make yeah. me cry. That's yeah. so sweet. We named my daughter after my mom, who was on our show last week a little Aww. bit. Yeah, I love so, it. Yeah, yeah. I love what you guys are doing. You know, And when I go back to um, in high school, what I wrote in my yearbook was... You know, future goals, right? Your future plans. Which I was going to ask you. I have it on here. Oh, uh, well, I beat you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, um, what do you want to be? Or what do you and I And I always, I'm going to mispronounce it, but I wanted to be the next Oprah Winfrey. Okay. I wanted to have my own talk show. I actually wanted to be on. So I feel like I'm actually living part of my dream because sure. I'm doing a radio talk show. So I feel like, you know, with the podcast. Because that's what I want to do. I want to talk to people, you know, and I just want to, I feel so connected to people now by doing this right. and just, you know, hearing their stories. I can't, I'm so privileged that they come to me and they want to share their story. Let me ask it's you. It's amazing. You know, you said when you were talking to your daughter, and by the way, we were actually planning, we're going to have our kids on in a couple, about three weeks, three, three or four weeks. It's great. Um, it is because, you know, what? It's, it's, it gives them a chance to kind of see you, what you're doing, and it's not about following my footsteps. It's about seeing what you're doing. Be a part of my passion, and then go do your own thing. But this is my passion. Right. But I, but you know what? Ironically enough, I'm kind of in the security business for my day job, which I really love. Sarcasm intended. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I, I'm just naturally a little more private. 
So the irony was is when I decided I'm going to do a show, it's kind of like, you know what? You can't be private anymore. Do you ever, you know, think like, am I revealing too much of myself to people that, you know, like I don't even know these people, and yet they, they, they know who you are in a lot of ways. If they're listening to you talk with your daughter, you're probably talking about personal things that people say, you know what, um, it's, I would never let people know that it's our family business or whatever. Do you, ever, do you ever worry about that kind of losing that privacy? You know what, at first I did, but I feel like if this one of my episodes helps one person, one person, then I'm doing my job. So I am going to be authentic to who I am. I'm going to talk like the real things, it's, I'm not going to make anything up. You know, I thought, yeah, I, you want to come off as this different person, but I'm like, you know what, this is who I am. You know, and if, if you don't want to listen, that's fine. I understand that. But I'm basically, I'm picking some guests that I really think are impactful. I just used your... Oh, <laughs> <now. laughs> say that, say that. And I'm trying to have these guests that will help someone out there because everybody's going through something. Everybody right, has a story. You know, I'm going to be getting your stories afterwards. I've said that. I've said that. Everybody does have a story. Everybody people, has a story. You know what? It's so funny you say that because everyone acts like, you know, you see like the Hollywood people and they're just like, oh my God, so-and-so sleeping with so-and-so and so-and's getting divorced. And you're like, you know what? That's just another day in Bloomfield and Pittsburgh right. here. You know, it's like, it's the same thing. But what? Because they've got $20 million. All of a sudden, their their story is somehow more important than, than this right. person's story. Right, exactly. Is, it really, is that really what differentiates people is how much money you have is how important you are? Yes. Have, we, have we really sold humanity to that point? But you're right. I agree with you 1,000%. And the worst part about it is we don't listen to anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're right about that because sometimes... Maybe people wouldn't be so miserable and unhappy if someone would just actually listen to them. Right. Just for five right. minutes. Right. Ask them. Right. You know, how are you doing? What's going on? What was Gumasta? Gumasta. Look, I threw it down. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Buongiorno. Hey, I, get, I took French in high school. Uh, Don't ask me any words. Je ne parle pas français. I had to take it for college. Oh, je m'appelle Jenny. When my, family <laughs> calls, <laughs> when my family calls from Italy, be it on Zoom or on the phone, my wife doesn't speak Italian, but she speaks louder. They're not deaf, <laughs> you know, or she'll put an O at the they end of everything. They understand English if you just say it louder. Yeah, yes. right. Yes. She'll say, hodo, ono, you know, <laughs> and I, I hate that. that. My daughter breaks her drops about that. Just give me the phone. Give me the phone. Yeah. She's trying. She's trying, but she'll scream. I said, they, they can hear you fine. Oh, yeah. That doesn't, you know. Well, maybe she's used to it. When you're an Italian family. Well, she's Italian, too. Oh, okay, but yeah. But they just didn't. Uh, well, uh, you manjano, you're all talking over each other. Yeah, well, no, they spoke it, but it was. Not wasn't real Italian. I don't know what the yeah. hell it was, you know, but, uh, but she's learning. She's learning. Yes. And my daughter was a minor at Pitt um, in, in Italian. So. I, I wish I would have known that they had that at Westminster because I would well, have they, loved Maybe it. they didn't then. Right. That's um, true. Yeah. We're going back way yeah. back. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Jeez. Back in my day. In but you know, it's funny when everybody's <laughs> pencils and paper. <laughs> whenever I talk to my uncle's wife, my aunt, who's from Milano, She'll say a thousand words, and I'll understand seven hundred of them. You know, right. our dialect is Calabrese, which is much easier to understand. It's not as rhythmic, you know, and all that. So, um, and she understands me. She's always laughing. Yes. You know, I mean, she gets it. She understands what I'm saying, but it's it's just different. Then the ones from the north, from uh, Abruzzi and all that. that that's really. Different yeah. than Isn't ours. that if you think about you know we're from I, I don't know if you guys are from Pittsburgh but I was yeah. born and raised here. Swickly, yeah. Okay, and it's true though. I mean, do we have a different dialect in in areas of? Oh yeah. You know, I what, mean, oh yeah, what Pittsburgh? <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. The whole United sure. States is like that. That's true. I mean, I, not uh, as much maybe as it used to be. Right. Like once I was uh, in Brooklyn years ago for a baseball camp, and but I don't know if it's that if that Brooklynese is still there eventually, right. kind of. You know, but what is it? But you know, it's a good point because what does it get replaced with? Because all you're doing is getting a different group of people coming in there with their own, you know, right. languages. Although again, at the reunion, there was a kid who was from here. He moved to North Carolina, but now he has a North Southern Carolina. Draw. Yeah. Yes, they lose that. But you know, any anywhere I go, like if I'm in New York, I was sitting there talking, and this guy walks up and goes, "You're from Pittsburgh, aren't you?" I go, "How do you know?" Like, Did you go? <laughs> nah. <"Nuh-uh." laughs> <laughs> Guys, no. <laughs> We're gonna go downtown and that. See, I never did that. I never listen, did that. I but you listen. know of the uh, first, listen. The first time I knew I'd even heard of Pittsburgh accent was when I went off in the military, and it was my brother. He said it to me. I'll never forget this. It was like years after I'd been in the military, been gone from Pittsburgh for years. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, you lost your accent." And I'm thinking. What accent? What accent? You know, right. what, what, excuse me, sir. What are you talking we about? We have an accent. I don't think so. <laughs> right. I never say. Now you yens. come back and you're like, oh, that I one. <laughs> the only time I say yens was when I was invited to that event. That yens are gone. <laughs> right. I never say yens. I never say downtown. I never say. You know, it's, I just never did. Well, um, going to when I first had an audition at a radio station. They, and that was at Wixie, Wixie 1360. Oh, I was and waiting for that. It yes. was in McKee's ward. <laughs> and when I went to the audition, I had to read from the paper. And you know, first it was country, then it changed to sports. But that's another, you know. And I was at 5 a.m. shift, you know, on the weekends. Nobody's listening to me. I'm like, hello. <laughs> but I remember when he auditioned me, I was at the top of the hour. And he goes, what did you say? And I said, top of the hour. And he goes, no, you have to say top of the hour. I had to, like, learn how to speak again. I'm like, like you know, I say shower, <laughs> take a shower. You know, I mean, are you washing your clothes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Gumbian, yeah. Gumbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop. I mean, just a, a pop hoagie. Yes. I said, well, a good friend. Wait, wait, what's wrong with hoagie? Well, Vinny Pazienza, oh. a boxer who. I don't know if we want him on this station because sometimes he'll say things without Joe. Joe will be full of what do they call that thing? The uh, delay button. Delay. Yeah. Love Vinny though, but we were in Pittsburgh. He was in Pittsburgh for for the Italian Hall of Fame uh, thing years ago. And uh, I said, let's go get something to eat. So what do you want? So let's get a hoagie. What's a hoagie? So what do you mean, what's a hoagie? He started cracking up. He, I think what do they just call it? Yeah, what do they call sub. Oh, yeah, um, what's a sub? sub. He didn't, it's like a, a large container full of men pop. going under the water? I, I, I asked the lady, um, I, yeah. I just said, let me see what kind of pop I want. Come here. And he said, pop. I said, Vinny, you make it sound like I'm from a different <laughs> world. <laughs> hoagie soda, pop. Soda pop. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I do that just to aggravate people. Jenny, we're getting ready to, we're almost out of time. Oh, oh no, I no, know. no, I got more that to say. I know, we are going to have more to say. So here's the last question for you. Yes. What's next? You know what? I thought about Chicken this. I'm, I'm gonna. Sorry, I I, I'm taking Jenny D across the world. Start traveling. No, I really want to have my own studio. Oh wow! Yes, I would Joe. like to have my own studio, Joe. Hint, hint. <laughs> and um, you know, and just be embraced by so many people coming out and just talking to me. And like you guys, you can. I'll invite you. You guys. Oh my gosh. Listen, I have I a lot of mental issues. You'll definitely oh, get this your is great. material out of this one. Doesn't, you know, no function good. When I was six. <laughs> but, you know, I really wanted to do a video podcast as well because I want people to see me and, you know, just because I did some YouTube videos for some of my podcasts. I had a plastic surgeon on. So you want to see those pictures before and after. So we did that. I also have a, actually, he's Italian and he, um, his name is Mark Fiore, which I think would be a great guest for you guys. I had him it's on. Him. And yes, and he actually came up with a song with Spill With Me, Jenny. Anyway. 
So, you know, I really would like to take it to that level where I'm doing video and I'm doing audio because audio you can listen to anywhere. Right. In the car, you know, on the airplane, anywhere. When you want. Right. When you're driving. But when you have a video podcast, it's a little bit harder. But when you do have that downtime, you can actually watch it because then you can see the people and how they people who they are. People still do. I mean, they're still watching. Oh like yes, that. absolutely. In fact, they're more apt to watch that than to be honest and to just listen to yes. them, not unless they're doing a workout or something. Social yeah. media has become the marketing. It's pretty much the only way now. Right. I mean, it's the only way now. All right, Claudia. Last thoughts before we wrap up here. It was a lot of fun, and it went quick. It and did. it's crazy that we know a lot of the same people. And uh, it was definitely our pleasure to have you on and uh, have you on again. And and, um, and we'll be more than happy to come on your shows as well. Thank you. You'll be back whether you you like it or not. Let's just put it that way. Because I know people. All right. Listen, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. And most importantly, we want to thank Jenny D from Spill 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 with Me. Jenny D. All right. Now, here's the deal. Where... Besides just Googling it and finding it out there, where can they find your show? So if you have a, um, you can go on my website, spillwithme.com. You can go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. I'm everywhere. Just look up Spill With Me, Jenny D, and I should come up. Awesome. And I'll tell you right now, I actually watched episodes, and I or listened to episodes, actually, and uh, I liked it. Thank you. I was sitting on my little swing on my deck, and I was like, oh, this is kind of catchy. You. She's going to be a guest on our show. <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, all right. Again, want to thank our listeners. want to thank Jenny D. Thank our sponsors, as always. Claudia, I will give you the last word, sir. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, sponsors. Always thank you, Linda and Ida, and thank you, Mom and Pop. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.